You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Welcome to Extra Magic Hour. This is Sean from Walt's Apartment. Uh, Extra Magic Hour is a Disney Parks podcast covering all things from the Disney Parks. Um, history, fun facts, um, games, just anything Disney Parks, we're going to bring it to you every other week on Fridays. Um, we are, like I said, part of Walt's Apartment podcast. Make sure you listen to Walt's Apartment podcast on uh, Thursday mornings or catch us on our live stream on Wednesday nights on Facebook. Um also, for the next few weeks, probably about the next eight weeks or so, make sure you listen to Mando Mondays with uh, Amber and Jade, where they uh, break down every episode of uh, The Mandalorian, because they are the biggest Star Wars people in the world and know everything about it. Um, if you like Mandalorian, if you like Star Wars, definitely check out Mando Mondays uh, every Monday. Um, you're just hearing my voice tonight, because uh, Fortunately, we had the opportunity this week of uh, interviewing Jasmine from 1313 Harbor, the podcast, a uh, fellow podcast. She had me on right back when we first started Walt's Apartment Podcast. So um, I wanted to have Jasmine on, talk about her show, and uh, kind of introduce 1313 Harbor, the podcast, which I think is the coolest name for a podcast anywhere, um, to the Walt's Apartment and Extra Magic Hour uh, listeners. And uh, so just... Take a few minutes, sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation that we had with Jasmine from 1313 Harbor, the podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Sean from Walt's Apartment Podcast. I am so excited to have on the Extra Magic Hour this week, Jasmine from 1313 Harbor, the podcast. I've said this time and time again. This is probably the podcast with the best name out there. Um, Jasmine, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Um, we've talked about doing this for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a guest on your show, um, right, right around the all the stuff with with with, with, mm-hmm. with, with Chris happened and stuff. So um, I appreciate that we finally were able to do this. Basically, what I want to do tonight is introduce you to our listeners. Kind of you tell them about your show, what you guys do, which I think is one of the best parks podcasts out there because the way you guys research stuff and just the way you. Yeah, you just you guys do a great job, and I've always been a huge fan of you guys. So I have a few questions and a few rapid fire questions. So if you're ready, we'll get going. How's that sound? I'm ready, and thank you so much. You've always been so supportive and so great. So thank you for that. Of course, yeah. You guys, like I said, you guys are awesome, and I've been a fan. I wouldn't say since the very beginning, but I probably came in a couple months after you guys started. But even listening back to the old shows, I, I absolutely love you guys' show and talk it up to everyone. Oh, thank you. Of course. First question, tell us basically your Disney story, what, you know, kind of what got you into Disney and what inspired you to start 1313 Harper, the podcast? Uh, So I grew up in Southern California. I live very, I've always lived very close to Disneyland. My whole life I've had an annual pass. Um, I went every week with my mom from when I was seven till I was in high school. Um, I don't really remember. I came of age during the Disney cartoon renaissance. Mm-hmm. Uh, little Mermaid came out when I was little. So that it was impossible not to get into Disney during that yeah. time period as a kid. Every year my costume was whatever the latest <laughs> princess was. And my grandma made them for me. 
um, bootleg costumes, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they were great. And yeah, it's it's one of those things like there wasn't like a specific moment, but just it's been almost, for lack of a better word, indoctrinated into me my whole mm-hmm. life. And um, I've just always and then I became a theme park fan as I've always loved theme parks. Like I always wanted to go to Walt Disney World. So as I got older, I learned like, oh, there's actually history behind this. And this is like as significant of a history as like any building or anything. So I just, yeah, kind of went from there. And then what was, sorry, what was the second part of your question? Oh, just what, what gave, what kind of gave you the idea to start the podcast? Oh, so actually I was really um, wanting to do a podcast. This is like a very like serendipitous story. Um, I was praying about it for a long time. I just really wanted to do a podcast. And then out of the blue, Michelle, who was my former co-host, she had to step down um, for work, but we, we co-hosted for about a year. And um, she just called me up out of the blue and she, she, I don't know if you've ever seen the show 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so tra- she saw Tracy Morgan at the Grove and we both love that show. And she just called me, was telling me about it. And out of the blue, she was like, have you ever wanted to do a podcast? And I was like, I literally have been thinking about it nonstop. She's like, well, I really like theme parks. And like, I used to work at some theme parks. Like, would you want to do one about that? And it was just so weird. Like I had wanted to do a theme park podcast. Cause I had been obsessed with like, um, all these other podcasts and like these shows that did deep on YouTube that do deep dives in history. Right. So it was just like it was so ridiculously meant to be. So the name thirteen thirteen Harbor, um, how did you guys come up with that? I mean, I know it's pretty easy. To <laughs> <drown>. but, <laughs> we were brainstorming names, and like for a while, it was almost going to be podcast the podcast or like just weird <laughs> funny nuns. And actually, Michelle came up with that one. Um, and it, she was just like thirteen thirteen Harbor. That's the address at Disneyland, right. and it was great. It's not copywritten. It can't mm-hmm. ever be copywritten. Um, it's for it's a wink. If you don't know, it's still like a cool name. I kind of like it because thirteen's like an unlucky number, and I yeah. think that's like it's kind of spooky, and I like that. Um, but yeah, it's like it either means nothing or it means everything to you. So it's kind of like Google. It's like a weird words, right? And no one yeah, else had I- it. No, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that was a, when you when I was on your show, we were talking about how I came up with the name of Walt's apartment. It was the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. I told you I would have taken your name if you, <laughs> and, if you if you didn't have it. But it's the same thing. You find something that means a lot to you, and 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 you think about it all the time. And yeah, I the name is the coolest, one of the coolest things you've, and that's kind of what got yeah. me on to your show. I said thirteen thirteen. I know what that is. That's the address. And I listened to him like, oh my god, these these ladies are great. Oh, thank so, you. So when you do your shows, I mean, your shows are very like every show is like a deep dive into something and it's a lot of research. How long does it take to prepare for just to to do one of your shows? Your shows are very long too, like mm-hmm. hour to an hour and a half long. How long does it take to prepare for for one episode? And I, they usually are two and a half hours and I cut it an hour down because I refuse. <laughs> I, I will not do more than two hours. I'm like, nobody should right. hear me talk for more than two hours <laughs> at a time. Um, it depends on the episode. Sometimes when I interview someone or if it's like, my experience going to the parks, that's very little. No matter what, I always have notes. I mm-hmm. will never not. I'm, I have ADHD, so I, I have to have notes to keep me. You just don't want to go off into too big of a tangent. Sure. Um, so, like, let's say, like, if I did, I want to do Pirates of the Caribbean, and the only reason I haven't is because just it takes time. That would probably take me hour-wise, like, probably at least 10 hours to research. Right. Um, But some things are a little simple. Like, if I wanted to do, like, food and wine, there's not a lot Mm -hmm. of information out there, so that might take me, like, two hours to do. But I would say generally, let's say, like, three or four hours, um, unless it's something like an experience I've done, then very, like, 30 minutes. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Next question is, um, 
you've had you when you first started, you were just with Michelle, correct? For mm-hmm. for a while, right? And you've had yes. a lot of you've had a lot of guest hosts. Um, you've had Michelle, Jenny Ray, Damfino. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an episode with you a little while back, which was so cool. Who are some other people that you'd like to have on as guest host that you like that well, who'd be like the dream guest host that you would love to have on? I would love like dream host. I mean, Michael Eisner, Breck Eisner, <laughs> his son. Breck Eisner might be number one because Breck Eisner has had more influence on the modern Disneyland than any other human being. Right. Um, all, like Bob Gurr, any Imagineer, um, Tony Baxter, that would be oh. a dream. Joe Rohde. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who's still alive too. Obviously, right. like I would say, oh, Walt Disney, but that right. he died way before I was born. Right. Before podcasting. <laughs> um, yeah, those are just any Imagineer. Universal too, like Scott Trowbridge. I would love him to talk right. about Harry Potter or uh, obviously Star Wars. Um, yeah, anyone who's just higher up and involved in theme parks. I do I do a little Universal more than um, – I do Disney most, but I, I want to get more into Universal just because mm-hmm. it does have such a rich history. What about Knott's? Do you have any interest in Knott's Berry Farm? I do. I actually have been dying to do a Knott's episode. And Michelle and I, before you know everything happened, we were like, okay, our first Knott's episode is I'm going to take Michelle to Knott's and we're going to do an episode because she's never been. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously now things have changed and we can't go. So I, I'm <laughs> refusing to do – I have like four Knott's episodes ideas, but I'm not going to do it until I can take Michelle to Knott's Berry Farm and get her opinion on it. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you and I, a little while back, when you had me on, we did a show. It was an Imagineer for a day. And we completely re, redesigned um, DCA. My question is, when can we do have another show and do Disneyland? Because that was one of my <laughs> favorite things that I've ever done. That was great. No, I just want to say, yeah, no, it was. And you taught, and you are a note person. You sent me some mm-hmm. notes. I'm like, oh my god, girl. <laughs> yeah, but they, and that's not really a question. That's just a thank you for having me on your show. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's really not a question. But, uh, um. Next thing, um, in your in your latest episode that came out today, um, you did an episode of a deep dive in the Galaxy's Edge. Um, I have not seen it yet. I've not been a part of it. Just tell me and my listeners uh, how cool it really is. I really enjoy it. Um, and it's oh, and we will do our Disneyland episode soon. Um, okay. I have done Land by Land, uh, but I've never done the whole park. I think at once, but I have to go back. Sometimes I think I haven't done something that I actually have, and it was like a year ago. Right. Um, but so Galaxy's Edge, it's amazing. I almost feel like if you're too big of a Star Wars fan, it it's almost not as good as if you're not as big of a fan. Because, you know, I love four, five, and six of the um the original trilogy. Sure. And but like I will say, so to like fo- there, you know, everything has its negatives, but to focus on the positive positives, the immersion's amazing. If you're a Star Wars fan, you will get that like feeling like you did at the end of when you first watched A New Hope and you heard the the credits go at the end. Um, if you're a shopaholic like me, lots of merchandise to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, the food is good. I the rides are amazing. I mean, yeah, could they be better? Yeah, but I think you can nitpick anything. But overall, I really get a kick out of them. I enjoy them. I say go in with an open mind, especially if you're a huge Star Wars fan, just because mm-hmm. we're a we're a fussy fan base. Yeah. So theme park and um, Star Wars, that's a really fussy fan base like crossover. Um, but yeah, just going with an open mind. It's not what they promised in some aspects, but if you, the more you put into it, the more you'll enjoy it. Right. If you get really into it, you're going to enjoy it more. Do you think, uh, this is not even a part of my question, but do you think mm-hmm. it will, it will ever become what the, what they, what they promised it to be? I know you're talking about, you're talking about like yeah. the, the more immersion with the mm-hmm. stuff walker. Do you think it'll ever be that way, especially in a post COVID era? 
I don't think so. I think the yeah. hotel might get a little closer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is that, and people don't consider this, 50% of it is you as a, like a, an individual. Right. So I think it also depends, like, and it depends on the cast member. Like, sometimes I'll go up and say Bright Suns, and they're just like, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's your chicken. But it's it, it does depend on how into it you get and how much you can let go. Mm-hmm. I think the hotel will be the closest, c- yeah. just because, and I just don't see how the theme park can get too immersive, especially with like, you know, cutting down on the staff. I just don't see how the, it could happen. I just don't think it's, I think it's going to be the hotel. Yeah. That hotel, geez, that's going to be mm-hmm. absolutely crazy and very expensive, but I think it oh, would yeah. be, I it's th- a cruise, but it'd be worth it. I think it'd, yeah, be, yeah. it'd be completely immersed in a star mm-hmm. Wars story to where you don't, can't even see the outside world. I mean, come mm-hmm. on now. And you, you have to think of it. It's three days. All your meals are provided for right. all your entertainments. You literally are paying for everything. Like that's the entire cost. Like, yeah, it's more expensive than three days in the parks, but it, it's a cruise. That's how I think of it. It's a land cruise. I can't wait for that. That's I'm excited. Be, that's going to be so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my last real question is um, you and your show, you're a huge part of the, of the Disney community itself. Um, just, you know, you're out there all the time. You're posting stuff. You're sharing stuff. You're you're interacting with people and stuff. What is a dis- basically just really real simple? What does a Disney community mean to you in a whole? Uh, I feel that's funny because I feel like I'm very like on the outside looking in, like Me hello too. Disney I, community. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, it means it's it has its good parts and its bad parts. Like any community, I think it's important to like yeah you love disney but i think it's also important to recognize at the end of the day it's a corporation and mm-hmm. they do things that like i don't always agree with right. but i love the product so much so it's important to like acknowledge things and not be like everything's great every day's perfect at disney there's no flaws <laughs> um i think it's also i do i am someone i think it's very important that change is very integral to being a Disney Parks fan because Walt literally changed the park significantly like the first 10 years. He also said Disney. So that's a a misconception. I think people are like, this isn't what Walt would have wanted. I'm like, Walt would probably change everything like every two years if he could. Oh yeah. I absolutely agree with you. And nothing should be too precious. And it's, you know, be a fan. I wish they would archive everything. I wish every ride before they closed it and every version, they filmed it extensively. And like, I absolutely agree with you. And so they could preserve that. But like it, to be a true Disney fan, you have to kind of accept change. I mean, not to be a gatekeeper. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I love the, I love it. I've made almost all my friends from the Disney community. Um, don't judge people who are adults who love Disney. I think that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> like it's, it's like anything. I just don't like sports. So this is what yeah. I like. <laughs> no, I hear you. I, I get all the time. And for the, for the longest time when I, I have my, my, my Disney tattoo. It's mm-hmm. the, the partner statue in the castle and the Matterhorn and Thunder Mountain all, all together. And when I first got it, it was, it was um, just me. It was just Mickey and Walt. People were like, who is that? And I would explain to them, they're like, well, why would you do that? And I'm like, if you don't understand, mm-hmm. you don't need to, you don't need to ask. So it's, it's the same thing. So, I mean, I totally agree with you about the change and stuff and you have to embrace change, but those are my main questions. I have some mm-hmm. kind of rapid fire fun questions. Um, like I'm I ready. Said, <laughs> uh, um, just kind of, I, I want to ask you something that I didn't put down on the list. What, what's your favorite episode you've done so far? If you can pick one, what is one that you that, that you've done so far? Cause I do, I do yeah. have one of mine that I think is oh. one, one of yours that I was just thinking about this when we were talking, but oh, you have to tell me after I say mine. Okay. Um, I, 
I my it's funny because my favorite ones are tend to be the least popular. Mm-hmm. Like people mover. There's ones that like when I started, I had key episodes. I haven't done them all yet. Like Pirates is one I haven't done yet. I mentioned that earlier. People Mover was one that we did. Um, I, the Barbie one actually I did the season, the Magical World World of Barbie. That mm-hmm. was a really and that was really fun to record. Tiffany and mm-hmm. I had a really fun time. Um, I'd have to really like go back. There's like any of the ones I did with Michelle, I really treasure because like right. she's and I had amazing chemistry. And it like I'm so sad like she can't do it regularly anymore. Uh, some of those early ones were like we were just really like trying to figure it out. But I I do like I've improved over time. But I I couldn't pick one. It would be hard. But right. People Mover would definitely be at the top. Skyway I want to do that one day. And then Barbie. That's that mm-hmm. just c- keeps coming to my mind. I will say, um, does Michelle sing your sing your theme, or is that you? That's Michelle. I yeah, can't sing I, at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little opening too. Um, but I will say that the, one of one of my favorites. I've listened to like almost almost all of your shows. I would say, but one of my favorites, I think, was when you and Jenny did a show about if one with the park being closed. And I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it was just the funniest idea of what you would do. Um, and I think I stole the idea when we were doing the decast and we talked about part of it on our oh, show good. about what what you would do to you know, in, in every land or whatever with the park being closed. I just, I, th- I thought it was fun. You guys, you have great chemistry with all of your co-hosts, which oh, I think is you. great. Michelle, definitely. I mean, you mm-hmm. can see that in the beginning and it was, it's, it's been cool to see you guys progress from the beginning. We're like, Oh, we're going to get new mics. And then the mm-hmm. week you got, the week you got new mics, like, Oh my gosh, yes, this, this is so exciting. And, and your stuff's great. And I, I could just go on and, and compliment you forever, but I mean, cause you do a really oh, good job, a really good show. And, uh, now my rapid fire questions. Oh, really quick. Jenny was the one who thought of that episode idea. I have to give her credit for that. <laughs> she thinks of the weirdest ideas and they're always like the most popular. And I always think no one's going to like them, but everyone loves and them. I like, <laughs> and I like the mental health one too. The, mm-hmm. mental, the mental health in the park. Um, God, I could, I, like you said, it's hard to pick one. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, you know, I think is, I think, She's hilarious. <laughs> oh, people don't know that about her. She's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life because she's very like um, so like fashionable and beautiful. Right. But she's literally the silliest, funniest person I know. And like, I wish everyone knew that about her. And you could see that. You could see like, like I've seen her. I've got pictures of on Instagram. She's just so serious. Mm-hmm. But on your yeah. Show, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I could go into I mean, I can't I can't think of the one. It was the two the two ladies that you did. I cannot remember who that was. It was another podcast that you were on. Oh, um, is it crying on main street? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah your stuff They're great. great. Yeah. I, my thing is I, I try to only interview people I know or mm-hmm. people who I either like there's one degree of separation. I get really shy and I, I have a lot of like social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like my interviews as much if I feel uncomfortable. So if I feel comfortable, I just, even though maybe like I don't, I have the same guests repeated a lot and I don't have like super exciting people all the time. Right. I, I, I to me, I want to enjoy myself and hopefully other people enjoy it too. I'm, I, I feel like I, I mean, I really enjoy it. So I think everyone else oh, does thank you. too. If, if they don't like it, screw them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so first question, mm-hmm. um, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Disneyland. Okay. Don't even need to think about that one. <laughs> See, I, you've you've been to Disney Disney World a few times, right? I've only yeah. been, I, I was there when I was like sixteen. I don't even remember it. I I, mm-hmm. I would still say Disneyland no matter what. So yeah, di- I was there in January, and it's right. um there's some pretty good rides, but overall, it's just not cared for. What do you call it? Uh, Disney World. Like, yeah. what do you mean? No, you guys, your shirts. What do you call it? What do you call it? Oh, Paris of the South. That's right. Yeah, that's Orlando. Is the that came from? We were at breakfast one time, and Michelle said something, and I was like, "It's the Paris of this the South." And then I actually said Paris of the Southeast because I for, and then I was like, "Wait, that's too specific." That's great. Uh, what is um, 
Your favorite? Who's your favorite Disney character? <sighs> Wendy. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I love well, Wendy. Your favorite food at a Disney park? At any Disney park, I really loved um, Living with the Land. That restaurant, which name is like escaping me right now, the one that rotates. Mm-hmm. Um, because the name keeps changing. They had it's all you can eat, but they in Orlando they bring you all you can eat. You don't have to get up and get it. And they had like oh, that's cool. It's really cool. <laughs> and they just bring you more of what you like. So they had like a turkey, a stuffing. I just I love Thanksgiving food. Turkey stuffing, I really right. liked. Oh, cool. Um, at Disneyland, probably I love the Monte Cristos. Yes, those are really good. That's the best. That's the best. Mm-hmm. With the fries, obviously. Oh yeah. What is your uh, favorite Disney park ride? My favorite. This is a hard one. I've thought about this a lot, actually, over the years. It's really hard to pick one because there's so many different elements, like how long does the line take, this Mm -hmm. and that. Um, Because I really love Matterhorn, but it's incredibly painful, and I close my eyes (laughs) half the time. I love Big Thunder. Big Thunder might be overall the most fun. Space Mountain, I feel like I'm going to die every time. Um, But it's actually one of the safest rides at the park. Um, Peter Pan's another one. Got picked one. Uh, if I have to pick one, I I think I I usually say Big Thunder. Okay, um, That's a great choice. Yeah, Tony Baxter's baby. Yep. So, oh yeah, um, least favorite. Least favorite. Um, this is a really controversial take because, and the only I recognize that this is w- probably one of the greatest rides, if not the greatest ride Walt Disney has ever built. Oh boy, it's don't. Pirates Pirates oh, of the no, Caribbean. No, 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 no. And no, I no. I will tell you why. There's a very specific reason oh, why. Wow. My mom used to make me go on that ride constantly like we would go on it like three or four times and so i just got so like in like in dot like saturated with that ride i can't and i'm terrified of parts of it so (laughs) i i I do enjoy going on it i love the animatronics but it's just only and i recognize it's like the best ride it's ever made i i and i think this is horrible that i don't like it it's just i was forced to go on it so much and i was terrified of it that it's just like i can literally tell you every beat like she just loved that ride so much. <laughs> that's, a, that's not what I was expecting, but okay. yeah, I, I disagree I mean, with you there. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, please disagree. <laughs> I, I'm I am horribly wrong. I know this. It's one of the best rides ever created. <laughs> so this question, I wasn't sure. Would you say you cosplay, or would you say you're a Disney bounder? Uh, I would with your costumes. I used to cosplay more when I okay. was younger and had more energy, and now I Disney bound more because it's a little bit easier and less stringent i don't do boat i don't disney bound i mean obviously for like the last year i haven't really disney bound as much um and it's just easier to disney bound so i i prefer that now what what's your favorite costume my favorite one i've ever done um i really like a lot of my alice ones i've done oh one time um i was dinah from alice in wonderland Mm -hmm. and i i painted little whiskers on that one i liked a lot perfect I, i like when i can wear aprons Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this question here, you can ask Walt one question. What is it? Oh, Walt, one question. This is one. Um, I. Ooh, what would I? Uh, this is probably. I'll think of something else later. I'm just trying to think of something quick. Um, I would love to know, like, what from like this. I don't even know if he could know. Like, what from his childhood made him so like into constantly recapturing his childhood like what i know he had a really rough childhood so like i don't know just like in the magic and i i'm very curious to know because i i had a teacher when i was in school who was like oh he was just a businessman and i'm like i don't think yeah he was a great businessman like there's no denying that but i don't 
I think there had to be like he has such like an imagination and such like a, a joie de vivre, mm-hmm. such a, a zest for life. I also like every time I, I think about this is not so much a question. I always think like I love Disneyland so much because it's a park he built for his daughters. Um, and I just want to know, like, I'd love to know, like, what, like, I know there's that story of, like, oh, he was sitting on a bench and, like, he thought of it, which I've heard actually is not entirely true. Um, it's just, like, the lore. Right. I would really like to know, like, what was your thought process that led you to doing this? Like, was it just your daughters? Was it, like, you thought you could do it better? What what was your perfect – now I'm thinking of just all these questions. What was your mm-hmm. perfect version of Disneyland if, like, no – if, like, limits didn't exist? That would be another one. That's my one. I picked that one. Okay, <laughs> And then, um, what is the biggest thing you would change at Disneyland and and DCA? Um, I mean, not like I won't get into like infrastructure and like how they run sure. things. Uh, just like purely the park. Um, this is a really like nerdy one. I wish they would make Main Street wider, and they wouldn't always have the parades there because <laughs> getting in and out of the park during parades and fireworks is a nightmare. Right. Um, and I think they fix that problem with. Uh, DCA. I think the parade route doesn't go along the main entrance and the roads are a lot wider. And I think D- Disney World, they solved it as well. It's And it's beautiful. I love Main Street. It's just like, it, I wish they uh, there was another way to do parades and fireworks that wasn't like blocking the main entrance. Oh, we might not have those for a while anyway. So. That's true. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> um, question, when do you think Disneyland will actually reopen? This isn't even on here. I'm just asking you what you think. I don't know. Um I I mean, last time we talked, we said September, and it's yeah. November. <laughs> right. Um, pro- next year, probably. Oh yeah, I think I'm, I'm thinking yeah. July. I'm yeah. thinking next next July at least. That's- I know they're they're fighting it a lot, so I don't know if it will. I think it it's going to open in pieces. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do like food festivals at yep. first. I think they might have character stuff. I think the rides actually going is going to the soonest I could see it is spring. Yep. Um, and I think full, full on everything character, normal meet and greets fireworks is going to be like 2022. I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, will you go to like the, the food events or anything like that? Have you been to downtown Disney? I went one time. Um, I wasn't in, t- it wasn't like, Oh, so the Disney staff did a great job. Mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable just because um, it, that people like they got too close and I'm like, you have 50 feet that way. And you're going to walk mm-hmm. right next to me. I've heard that a lot from people. Uh, um, the staff members are great. Like literally like they weren't even nice about it. Sometimes like if someone like didn't have it on. They're like, you need to put your mask up. Um, I don't know. Cause as much as I say like, Oh, I wouldn't go, I'm not going to go. And I probably won't. I also like miss it. And sometimes I get like, I don't want to say self-destructive, but I'm like, I just, I just want to do it. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Right. Um, <laughs> So you're a huge Mandalorian fan. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mando's, Man, Mando's your guy. He's my husband, yes. More than Kylo Ren? <laughs> more, definitely more. Michelle's more of a Kylo Ren. Okay, that's right. Um, I wasn't yeah. sure. Okay. I'm just happy to be around any man that's not my dad because <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh, what did you think of Boba Fett showing up at the end of the last episode? Did you think that was cool? I thought that was cool. It did take me one second to realize. I knew it was Boba Fett, but I was like, "Wait, I don't remember Boba Fett looking like that." Because right. I haven't, I haven't seen the prequels. I've seen, I saw the prequels once when they came out when I was a kid, and then I saw them recently. I rewatched them all, mm-hmm. um, and then I was like, "Oh, that's Jango, that's Jango Fett." Yep. And um, so I did, but I, I knew just by context that it had to be Boba Fett. So I'm, and like we all knew he crawled out of that Sarlacc pit. We all knew that. So it's it's going to be exciting to see where that goes. Here's my last question. You're on a cliff. Mm-hmm. All right. And on this cliff, you have, you're holding on to Mandal- the Mandalorian on one with one mm-hmm. arm and baby Yoda on the other arm. 
and you have to let one go, who do you let go? Can Baby Yoda use the Force? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I then I probably let go of Mando. He's been ready to go for a long time. <laughs> but if Baby Yoda could use the Force and like propel himself back up, then yeah. <laughs> that's your child, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I feel like he's more important. The world needs Baby Yoda more. Of course. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end. I'm so, so happy you did this. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Um, tell all my listeners, all of our listeners, I'm sorry, where where we can find your show. Uh, you can find me. Well, first, I apologize again for saying I don't like pirates. You may, shame, <laughs> shame, you may come and shame me. I just hope you all recognize. You don't understand how much my mom made me go on this ride and how much it drove me crazy. Um, you can find me on uh, our – we have a website, 1313harborthepodcast.com. Um, anywhere you – get your podcast just 1313 harbor the podcast spaces you know 1313 space harbor space um instagram 1313 harbor the podcast twitter 1313 harbor because you can only have 15 characters um if you google me you can find me um and then or you can find my personal accounts jasmine lajavardi j-a-s-m-i-n-e l-a-d-j-e-v-a-r-d-i yeah say that last name 10 times fast Well, Jasmine, again, I appreciate you so much for being on. When I cl- when I click off, stay on for a second. I ask you a question when we get off. All right. Okay. But I appreciate you so much. If you guys make sure you listen to thirteen thirteen Harbor the podcast, they are awesome. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again to Jasmine for joining us this week on the Extra Magic Hour. That's going to bring our show to the end this week. Um, make sure you check out Extra Magic Hour every other Friday. Make sure you check out Walt's Apartment Podcast every Thursday and uh, every Wednesday night for our live stream. Uh, come on, join us and uh, interact with us and have some fun. Um, and again, make sure you check out Man- Mando Mondays with Amber and Jade covering all things Mandalorian. So from all of us here at the Extra Magic Hour, we just want to say thank you so much for being loyal listeners and have a magical day. Bye.